to Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Carol Willem Roberts. And I'm her husband, Paul. And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story. Our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I brought 10 separate guests here in 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. For this final month of 2022, we are bringing back to you all 10 of those guests as we review the insights that they brought to each question we posed. You can look at the show notes posted below to keep track of each speaker, but we'll also reintroduce them in small groups throughout the podcast. This week, we will start with Lori Roberts, Joni Bartell, and Carl Rowe, and hear their answers to the question, what is your understanding or perspective of the role of the creator in all of us? Well, I, I mean, as a believer, I, I think that creativity comes from God. Certainly, I've developed my philosophy of creativity largely in the last 20 years by uh, my sister-in-law, Carol, introducing me to Madeline Langle. And this idea from her book, is it Walk, Walking on Water? Mm-hmm. This idea that all creativity comes from God. I, I believe that all creativity comes from God. Mm-hmm. I've had many times in the last 15 years in particular where I've seen what I would call a secular performance mm-hmm. that in our churchy language, my response is, that was anointed. And that's our, that's our old-fashioned Pentecostal <laughs> churchy way of saying um, that was transcendent. That moved my spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best known for me is the Kennedy Honors, where the band Heart is performing Stairway to Heaven mm-hmm. for the for uh, Led Zeppelin. Yes. And it is as anointed, it is as full of the Creator. Mm-hmm. It yes. is full of the Holy Spirit. It is heart full of the Holy Spirit. And I know that there might be people who would very much push back at that secular performance being of God, but I, what else could it be? Mm-hmm. It moves my spirit. And I think all creativity comes from God, the creator. All of my creativity, whether it is in what seems to be a sacred intention or a secular intention, comes from God, the creator. I think I'm a better, more creative teacher because I depend on the Father, the Creator, the Holy Spirit in me. So I want to ask you, um, part of that book, she talked about if you're a Christian, you're going to do Christian work. I mean, you're going to, because that's who you are and you can't help but do it. But she also talks about if you get out of the way and you let God work through you, then you do a better thing than you could have done on your own. And do you ever feel like in the things you've done, like writing or, and music and stuff, have you ever seen a distinction in that where you feel like, oh yeah, I really, I got out of the way and I let God go move through me. And I did this and I, and I was still glorifying God, but, but maybe I didn't, you know, do you know what I'm, 
I do. I, I mean, as a songwriter, I definitely had songs that felt like they were downloaded, nearly fully formed into my brain. Mm-hmm. And that felt so supernatural, such a, a gift from God that that um, I, I knew that God had given me that song. Although I also have come to believe more and more in the last probably five or six years that I used that as an excuse at times to not write better songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that I, I noticed this more, I began to be aware of this as a speaker, as a storyteller, mm-hmm. which I didn't know that was a gift of mine or an interest of mine until the last 15 years. But I, P.S., think storytelling is my most passionate creative mm-hmm. pursuit at this point. But as a storyteller and as a writer, I began to see that it's great when you're in the zone Mm -hmm. and it feels like this thing was downloaded into me, but that doesn't mean it's done. And Mm -hmm. that's not an excuse Mm -hmm. to not revise and to not work harder at that. And I, I regret, I'm a believer in regrets. I think we learn from regrets. I regret not learning earlier Mm -hmm. that when stuff felt easy, that didn't necessarily mean that I couldn't work harder at it. Mm -hmm. It's always (laughs) difficult for me to talk about that because it's just kind of personal and I don't know if everybody, nobody probably, not very many people, probably think like me but I just kind of feel like we all are so much a part of that and we're merely to my mind God is good there's two things that no one can argue with and there's so much you can argue about but love and good Mm -hmm. there's just Everybody know, believes, you know, mm. that there is love. What mm-hmm. causes, you know, an animal to even take care of that baby? What causes us to just melt with a child? What, you know, there's, right. there is love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a fact. Right. And good is a fact. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. can try to mess it up. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like we're reflecting that love mm-hmm. and good. And that's what is, causes us to create or be or we pretty much reflect what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and even your story about those kids coming to you. Something within them. Right. <laughs> some spirit led what, them to led, you. What yeah. I, I truly mean that. Right. What, yeah. What made that happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, in no They were receptive at some wanted somehow. so badly yes. to do it but couldn't talk about it and didn't know what they didn't even know yeah. ballet was what he was going to be doing. He yeah. just had this desire so much that he kept mm-hmm. calling and calling, talked his mom and his dad into that, yeah. you know, yeah. and then didn't know how, this beautiful mm-hmm. paper he wrote for school about step by step and laying in his room in the night before and oh, yeah. just, yeah. 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 Wow, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but there uh-huh. just is. There is, yeah. There just is. Mm-hmm. And I just feel badly that we all keep trying to analyze it, and quite, you know. And oh, and you can't. Make, I mean, but yeah. everything, I tear it apart, or one way is one way, it's just, it just is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
I don't know. <laughs> no, no I, I feel like it's all created by God, mm-hmm. and I'm just discovering mm-hmm. what He has out there for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And, uh, hmm. and you know, somehow I like music. Well, and doing things with my hands with wood or mm-hmm. ceramics, uh, yeah. fixing things. Mm-hmm. That's I like. I like figuring out what's wrong with something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the microwave door won't stay shut, <laughs> and right. just open it up. What do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. try it, yeah. and then usually it's obvious. Mm-hmm. And, and and was there was there church influence for you? Were you guys? Oh yeah. So yeah. So you were hearing that church music. Yeah, too. my mom was an alto in the choir. Yeah. It's, a, it's good to hear those harmony parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now let's hear from Ken Bartle, Simon Miller, and Kelton Enich, and their perspective on the role of the Creator in all of us. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we're created in God's image. And so because of that, we have that little spark of creativity in each of us. And I, whether or not we look at that spark and, and just go with it, or if we just, you know, put the light under the, bas- bear, the basket and, mm-hmm. and don't let it shine. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think all of us have times in our lives that we're creative and sometimes we're not so creative mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. but yeah i think god's spark is in each of us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how did uh, you use your creative gifts your unique creative gifts in in your ministry where where did that come out oh my gosh um i continue to do artwork in all the churches mm-hmm. um my first parish I ended up doing four stained glass windows Ooh, in wow. one of the churches and two in each of the other rural churches. And then when we moved to Polson, there was a, a blank white wall behind the altar that to me just screamed a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. So I would do cutout seasonal oh, things wow. out of black yeah. paper and it, with a theme of each season on that. So th- I would do that there. And then when we moved to, to the valley, I continued to do artwork, um, either at church. Um, I helped do banners. I did, we did an advent wreath made of, out of an old wheel that I had designed. Oh. And so in the Pinehurst Church, the men's group was always in charge of doing the luncheon for the ladies for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Well, somehow it always kind of fell on me to plan the menu and do the decoration on all the tables. So that was always a, a challenge each year to, mm-hmm. to come up with something different. <laughs> and um, it a lot of fun, yeah. a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And um, lots of comments from the ladies on mm-hmm. it, each year being so different, and it was fun to do that. How many years were you in Pinehurst? We so were in Pinehurst 14 years. Yeah. So. And then we were also in Kellogg mm-hmm. at the church here for 11 years. So we've been in the valley 25 years. Total. 
Yeah, I'll sort of add on the previous question where I think he he bestows these certain gifts and or talents, however you want to classify them, uh, and and gives them to to everyone in different degree. But I I I go back to the word created and go back to you know as far back as you can and that he created us in his image and created us for us to seek him. So he's, he's this, that wasn't his plan B. That was kind of like, no, this is creativity sort of implies free will. I mean, creativity mm-hmm. sort of means there, there, there are rules, but you're free to kind of, mm-hmm. you're free to use them, you know, hopefully responsibly and, and in a loving way, but some people don't, you know, but I think he created us in his image and that creativity is what I would say the word that came to me was it's an expression. So being creative, you know, we could be creative in this room and never, never share this podcast with anyone. And we've had a nice visit, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I think the, just the sharing and the expression of that can reach out to other people. And I think that that's the whole purpose of, of God bestowing those gifts on us in that he, he want, he didn't do this selfishly, but, that he be glorified in our creative where we enjoy it. And when we share it that, and we don't have to just go, Hey, you know what? God wanted me to play that solo. You know, that that, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And some people, you know, a football player scores a touchdown and he says, you know, they win the Super Bowl and say, you know, this isn't possible. if not for God. And and I I love all that too. Mm -hmm. But I also think that he did that. He designed us in that way and, and sort of gave us that, it's not a void, but a a space that he would hope that we use it in a way that glorifies him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that he does does that in a myriad of different ways. And sometimes we don't even realize it mm-hmm. until later. Or mm-hmm. sometimes we find something different later on in life. And that's by his design. Right. That one, that one is really difficult. And I think, but I think it relates back to what I was saying is we all are born with certain skills or certain like a capacity for skill. And it just, I think, takes the certain, a certain situation or certain settings or certain people in our lives Mm -hmm. to kind of set that off. So Julia Cameron is, is an author that, that we, we use a lot of Julia Cameron stuff. Uh, She wrote a book called The Artist's Way. And she says, consider the idea that maybe there's something out there, we don't know what to call that, mm-hmm. that wants us to create. Mm-hmm. What happens if you, what, what, what do you think of that? What do you think of Julia Cameron's concept? Well, that's, that actually relates to something we were talking about today in my homeroom about the act of being generous. And one of the questions that was posed to the class was, do you think it's everybody's responsibility to be generous? And I got a really interesting mixed response. But I think that goes hand in hand. It's like it's being creative is is a lot of times giving back. I mean, there's a lot of like quiet creativity that happens. Mm -hmm. It's like your own journaling or whatever. But in many situations, I think that it is almost always giving back to Mm -hmm. some degree. And I think whether that's like an energy or whatever, it's just, it's like how society functions is being able to yeah. give back. Like you, society can't move on. It's just like yeah. human. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. evolution, I guess, yeah. To, yeah. to be able to be creative and give back to your community and people around you. So. Now, here are Joy Pursuit, Rachel Cruzmark, Carrie Stewart Parks, and Nancy Hanks on your Dreams and Bones podcast. So what are the ways that you are still using some of those gifts then? I mean, if we look at education, yeah, you were doing drama and choir and mm -hmm. teaching music mm -hmm. lessons. Mm -hmm. what, what, what are your outlets right now? What are your creative well, outlets? Well, I'll tell you, this was a really, as many people, I'm no different than anybody else, this was a dry spell in my life. Mm -hmm. And I had to come, I had uh, many, many arguments with my God over mm -hmm. the COVID. First of all, over retiring. Mm -hmm just getting to the point where I could get on an airplane and fly to my brother's house and come back in October and then everything shut down in December and then having to stay in my home. And so who was it but me and the Lord, you know? And mm -hmm. so there were some good shouting sessions and I <laughs> didn't do anything really creative except maybe learned to be a better lover of my God in mm. the fact that he, I understood how much he loved me mm -hmm. and that I could be quiet. You know, um, that was hard. Mm -hmm. I never was home, ever was home. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be home. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you didn't I want to be with your home. own thoughts. I didn't want to, I yeah. wanted to be out there doing stuff and mm -hmm. to sit there and it got to the point I was depressed. I didn't want to play the piano. I didn't play the piano. I didn't do any art. I really don't know what I did. Spent a lot of time kneeling and crying and, you know, I, 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 I never told my daughter or my family about it till it was all over because I really think it would worry them. Mm -hmm. But it was a time for self-thought. Mm -hmm. And boy, did I have some. I mean, in some days, I didn't want to I didn't want to be a Christian. I wanted to be angry. I didn't give up easy. But I kind of now see a different place in my life. And I have my church choir. And I love those people. They're older, and it's a Lutheran church. They've given me the ability to do what I want to do. You know, the Gaithers to them are kind of like rock music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, we're getting better and bigger at it, and they they love it, and they're good people, and I love that. Mm -hmm. They're a little quieter than I was raised, but I don't care. think of the muses uh -huh. you know and i didn't I, even yes, know I, I didn't even know about the muses until well i knew about them mm -hmm. like from greek mythology in sixth or seventh grade maybe yeah. but i didn't really understand what that was mm -hmm. i didn't understand i didn't understand it I was too young and probably didn't care i probably didn't even read it yeah. but like in british literature oh, talking about the muses because of the epic they summon the muses right. you know and i was like oh okay and then um there's this uh, singer, uh, her name is Tori Amos, and I just I love her so much. And she always talks about she's a piano player too. She always talks about when songs visit her, mm -hmm. and and that's when I'm like, oh, that's the muses. And so sometimes when you know when I when I am creating something, and I'm doing something, I'm not really thinking about it. I'm mm -hmm. just doing it, and that's mm -hmm. when, you know when you you're in flow and you lose track of time. And right. That's the mm -hmm. thing. Time is the concept of that, which is artists. You yes. you know that time is like crazy and just mm -hmm. get away from you and so I think that it's just it just sort of happens I don't really summon them mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. like it's 
it's just something that like, I don't know, where did you come up with that idea? Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or, or sometimes I can, but I'm tracing it back like so many steps that right. there's no way that maybe like it didn't even come from that initial uh-huh. thought. It's yeah. just, it just ended up this way. Mm-hmm. Well, God is the great creator. He did create us. And the first words in the Bible are, in the beginning, God created. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I think in the Hebrew, it's actually God created is the the very mm-hmm. first thing. So God is the great creator, mm-hmm. but God is in us through invitation through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So therefore God will work with us and give us gifts of the Holy Spirit. In fact, the first gift of the Holy Spirit, it was a temporary gift listed in the Bible was given to the artists mm-hmm. in the old Testament oh. when God gave them the ability to create things for the temple. Mm. The first gifts of the Holy Spirit were temporary gifts to the artists. So Mm. God can and does use us, but we have to be in his will. And we can't be in his will by being outside of his will. So therefore, God will use that part of us if that is in his will Mm -hmm. and his desire. Everybody is, because they were created by the great creator, has that certain ability mm-hmm. to, I wonder if. Yes. Now, what are they going to do with it? You Can you not be creative or vastly wonderful if you're not a Christian? Well, certainly. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can definitely do that. It's just that God has a plan for us mm-hmm. that is the best plan mm-hmm. for us because he's the one that wired our innermost parts. Mm-hmm. So he knows what will work with us. And um, he's the one that... Uh, there are times when I I just I, I can't think. I'm actually jumping ahead to another question, but there are times <laughs> okay. when I I can't think of things, or I'm thinking, okay, I've got to dig deeper. I mean, God kind of talks to me by these little voices that go dig sure. deeper, dig deeper. <laughs> yeah. That's not deep enough. Dig yeah. deeper. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. not enough. So when I hear that that st- small still voice, mm-hmm. and then I walk around and say, okay, God. Anytime, <laughs> I'm waiting, yeah. and uh, and usually that inspiration will come at that point. Mm-hmm. So he he has a plan for us that God wants us to follow that plan, mm-hmm. but he also gave us free will. Mm-hmm. And I know what we people that we talk to, and a big part is being learning to be still enough to hear that voice. That's yes. a big part of it. It's it a is. huge part of yeah. it. Because yeah. you can you can get going in all of your things in your head mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. And you don't listen. Yeah. Alan Arnold wrote a wonderful book, and I gotta think of the name. I think it's called Just With. And it's Creating with God. Mm-hmm. And uh it's a marvelous, it's not a particularly big book, but Alan Arnold was at one time the head of Thomas Nelson Publishing mm-hmm. House. Okay. Yes. And he is a very excellent speaker and uh um, does have some very, very good good books about creating with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's directed primarily for writers, but it's creating with sure. God. So sure. it's a it's a great book. We had together since we heard about it. Mm-hmm. I think it is called With. Oh, 
Well, I was I was raised raised a Christian, and I went to Sunday school and all. So um, we were made in His image. I, you know, I, and that's what mm-hmm. I was taught. Mm-hmm. And you know, whatever it is, it could be He or She or the universe or whatever you want to call it. There's a there is a power greater than us. What and I, you know, you don't have to believe in anything. It's mm-hmm. there, you know, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of how I've I felt about it, but. <clears throat> I have had some experiences that have let me know that um, there's more to it than people realize. Hmm. I had just uh, quit singing. I had to get a real job to get uh, medical insurance and things like that because I was raising a young a young one. And I went to work as a bus driver and then a bus trainer at a place in Linwood, Washington. And um, they were having trouble with the bus drivers because they were being really rude to the the riders. Hmm. And uh, they were bringing their problems from home onto the bus. And, they, you know, and some people were even being suspended. It was getting so bad. So they decided to find um, some type of course or something we could put these drivers through to to make them realize they had to leave this at home and they were in control of that. They didn't have to bring the fight they just had with their wife onto the bus with them. And so they sent us, the trainers, to a, uh, a self-hypnosis class. Mm-hmm. And I, I was kind of always interested in meditation. I didn't relate it to self-hypnosis. But anyway, they went through this whole training thing. And one thing they did was they had us vision a scene, envision a scene that we really loved that it was comfortable to us so mine of course is a theater (laughs) and so i see this proscenium arch and they said no back up from that scene and so i'd go row after row i'd back up from this proscenium you know Hmm. they say now uh turn around 180 degrees so you did that now there's a long hallway in front of you walk down the hallway and at the end of it there's a beautiful door and you open the door and there's a room and it's your room, and it's anything that is comfortable and peaceful, and it's a place for you to go, and you can go there anytime you want, and you create the room. So I thought, okay, so I I saw this great big twilight scene. I just, you know, you could almost breathe the cool air of the evening in, and I was sitting on this really soft couch, and I was leaning up against something. I didn't know what, and you could create anything around the room you wanted. It was just <laughs> lovely, and and I always had a little uh, stack of these beautiful cloths there, and that was for, for healing and to, to patch up relationships and all of these things. And I'd envision this cloth going out to, to these people. And it was a very peaceful thing to do. And then you back out of it slowly, and they said, do this every day. Just, you don't have to spend a big amount of time on it. You know, five or ten minutes is great, you know. And so I, I did what I was supposed to. I did my assignment. So um, we taught the bus drivers that, and mm-hmm. it, it did help some of them. Not, not all of them did it, I think, but um, it helped some people calm down. So fast forward a few months, and I'm still doing this, you know. It's, uh, it was a great thing to do. So uh, uh, Zach and I are coming uh, uh, over to Idaho on a vacation, and we decided to go through uh, uh, Canada, and we stopped at Lake Osoyoos, and... Uh, there was a great uh, gift shop there, and there was an ice cream place, so we had ice cream, and we went to the gift shop. And and I always like to look through the little posters and stuff, so I was going through the posters, and he was looking at X-Men or something, I don't know, whatever. And all of a sudden, I saw the picture 
I had been envisioning hmm. in front of it was like I was looking at myself from the back and I went wait a minute <laughs> hmm. uh, I said Zach you gotta come over here and look at this you know this is just really too weird and there I was and what I was leaning up against was an enormous teddy bear but it was like me looking at the back, and here's this whole twilight, beautiful scene. But that is weird. I got to buy this. And so, you know, seven bucks later, I, I unroll it, and we're at the hotel room. I thought, this is just too weird. I looked at the title of the picture, and the name of it was Nancy and the Bear. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Where does that come from? Right. I, I still get kind of yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> emotional yeah. just yeah. thinking about that. And I have that picture in my living room hmm. still, too, just to remind me that um, there, there's more to this than we know. Right. And uh, there's stuff out there that we have access to and we can explore if we want to. And I've heard other stories like that from people that uh, they've tried, you know, just quieting down and meditating, and these things have come to them. Mm-hmm. And it was just a few months after that that I was able to buy the house. I was able to get the car. I was able to do get everything in order for raising a son properly, you mm-hmm. know. Right. And I, I think that had a lot to do with it, mm-hmm. just um, not trying to uh, be angry and bully my way through things and just trying to let it happen. There it is, part two of our five-part review of 2022. Carol, where do we go next week? Well, we chose people to interview because they were someone that we believe practiced the art of creative living. We had some interesting responses to whether they agree with us and what that meant to them or how they live creatively. As we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank our sacred community garden members for their support and let you know if you found us and you're not a member that you want to know more about dreams and bones, go to www.growmeastory.com where you can find out more about practicing the art of creative living with your hosts, Paul and Carol Willem Roberts. Join us next Friday for part three of our five-part year in review on your Dreams and Bones podcast.